0: today
1: on rise Esther.
0: I spent um, 22 years of my life identified as a gay woman. So that's, I'm gonna tell you right now, so that's the, the power of God that nothing is impossible and He is the God of miracles and that it's never, ever too late, Dawn, and He can do anything, 22 years. Um, and then before that, it was, you know, it was confusion.
1: Welcome to the first season of Arise Esther, a podcast for today's Esthers, women who are ready to rise up in bold, courageous faith like Esther of old. She stepped up to lead when life was tough and hope was dim, but faith was fierce. Hi, I'm Don Scott Damon, your podcast host. I get to talk to some of the most resilient women on the planet. They've all tackled difficult life crises head on and triumphed. And now we're here to help you do the same. So turn it up, Esther. This is your moment. Buddy, it is that time again. This is Arise Esther. This is your moment. And today we have a moment Indeed, you're going to be blessed, you're going to be encouraged, you're going to be challenged, you're going to be gripped by today's testimony, and I can't wait for my guest to come on, and I want to introduce her to you. My guest today, she serves as a Justice Ambassador for Prison Fellowship, and she's a Celebrate Recovery leader. She's a writer, a speaker, a living witness to how much God has done Her story, Breaking Free, is a published compilation book. It's called Faith and Freedom. That's Her story is published in that book. She's currently in the process of writing her own book, and we can't wait for that. She's also written articles on Arise Daily, Leading Hearts Magazine, and on her blog. You'll hear more about that. She writes about the hard stuff, and I'm thankful for that. She brings out the hidden things and opens up and puts it in the light and helps others so that God can deliver them just like he's delivered her. His work and her life has been powerful, and she brings that story to many churches and podcasts and YouTubes. Of course, she's with us today. She's on radio. She has a passion to see others set free, and she's on a mission to win souls for the kingdom of God. Will you welcome my guest today, Dawn Lynn Mann. Hey, Dawn.
0: Hi Dawn, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here and just so thankful to God to be um, on this platform just to share what God has done in my life and um, I'm just thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you for coming on and thank you for your courage and your boldness in sharing your testimony. You know, a lot of people are willing to share a testimony in which they look like the hero and they've got it all together. You know, these storms happen, these bad things happen, but, you know, I remain faithful and and they like to share those testimonies. I do too. Who doesn't? (laughs) But you're willing to share a testimony that's not pretty. It's not one of those Hollywood stories. It's a story of pain and grit, and and anguish and tenacity, and um, we're going to get into that today. So thank you for your honesty and your vulnerability. Welcome to and and you know really to a rise, Esther, and really you had a an a rise, Esther moment where God called you to step up and speak, even though maybe you didn't want to do that.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, I, I think about it, you know, um, it'd be much easier um just to, to stay hidden and you know, um behind uh closed doors and and not share what uh the deliverance and the rescue that God has done and he's you know he's called me out of the darkness into his light and we cannot be a light and unless we are called into the darkness. So um you know it's not my will but uh God's will be done and this is what was done to my life and I want to do unto others as was done unto me.
1: I really like what you just said. That's very cool that God called you out of darkness then to become a light. To go back into the darkness. Yes. Wow. Because your story is one of recovery from addiction, a trauma, abuse, sexual identity confusion, so many things. Dawn, tell us about your your story and how did Jesus become real to you? How did you encounter him?
0: Yes, um, absolutely. It's you know, it was in the most unlikely uh circumstances. Um I was driving, I was driving home, I was speeding on the expressway. And all of a sudden, I heard the um, sirens going off and, um, you know, panic struck me. And um, so you know, I I pulled over um, because you know, I was speeding and uh, I was arrested, I was arrested for a DUI, um, sent straight to jail, I was I was frightened, I was I was scared. After that, you know, I cried out to God. This wasn't the, actually, this wasn't the first time this happened. This was the second time um, in my life where this had happened. And the first time, um, you know, I had that that was further in my past, um, the second time, this time I cried out to God because I, I was so scared. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to run. I had thoughts of suicide again where that was in my past, where I've, you know, had uh thoughts of suicide when I was in the confusion of my sexual identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cried out to God, please help me. And I just kept crying out to him nonstop, nonstop all night long. I was on my knees, I remember in the kitchen, um, just you know, crying out to him. And then he uh, he became real mm-hmm. and he showed me another story of somebody else who has uh, been through a DUI and came out on the other side. And it, it gave me that hope and it saved my physical life, you know, with that, with the thoughts of, I, I don't know where my life would be um, if it wasn't for somebody sharing their story with me. Um, so now that's where I'm doing the same thing, you know, it gave me the hope and that, that uh, light in such a, a dark place in my life. I couldn't go anywhere. I was, it was like, you know, house arrest, almost like we, a lot of us are facing, uh, right now, you know, so I'm no, yeah, I'm no stranger, uh, to the house arrest, but you know, I, I I pursued Jesus and, um, he became that comfort. And, you know, he never left my side. And the more and more I got to know him, we grew in a relationship, you know, first he saved and then, you know, you have the salvation and then you have the deliverance and, um, and it just became more and more intimate. And he taught me more and more things. And I, and I remember him asking him, you know, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I clearly heard the voice and he said, tell others what I have done for you, Mm, what I have taught you, and how I have saved your soul. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and and here I am uh, today. And so that was the uh, encounter that I that I had with the Lord, where he became real, and he showed himself to me.
1: Yeah, so let's go back for a moment, because I don't Mm want to, I don't want to fast forward too quickly. That was a life altering moment. But how did you know to cry out? to Jesus. I mean and and what was the fear? You said I was so afraid and I was so scared. What was the fear? The fear that you were in trouble or the fear that your life was out of control and you didn't know what to do. And 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 then again like I said, how did you know to call out to God? Did you have an experience as a child or were you raised in a in a religious home or what was your experience?
0: No, I, I wasn't really re- raised in a religious home. No, I wasn't. Um, I got to the point where um, I was bottomed out. There was no other place to go. I had nowhere to turn. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know any other way but to cry out to him. I've never cried out to Jesus uh, before because, yes, I was afraid of being in trouble. I was afraid of where I was going to go. I was afraid of what I was going to do. I didn't know. I didn't want to face the consequences. I, I was afraid.
1: And, and fear doesn't have to be logical either. In fact, it, it often isn't. In this case, you had a reason to be afraid, but that fear becomes overwhelming to us. Yes. I don't know. I We are paralyzed. I don't know what to do. I don't know where yes. to go. I don't know where to turn. I can't face one more day like this. Exactly. And the options of not waking up in the morning sometimes can feel better than facing the day. You exactly. talked in the beginning about your story of abuse. and. Yes. How abuse led to that fear—fear fear of men, fear of mankind, fear of people. Fear. Um, what talk to me, Dawn, about that yes. fear and what happened?
0: It's really hard because you know I always wanted to be loved, and I was confused, and and it started out, um, you know, through my teenage years. You know, I was I was always a shy, um, insecure child. You know, I'd have these boyfriends but you know I was I was still just very shy but then when it happened as as I was a teenager and I I had this boyfriend and actually he tried to um you know he sexually assaulted me tried to uh rape me he pinned me up a you know um against the wall and he was he was very strong and this this was a teenage boy and i did uh break free and you know thankfully and mm-hmm. and then as through my life um all the men that i seemed to um encounter um always you know they they wanted something else and i i was in situations where i was trapped they didn't uh want me for me but just wanted my body seen as um you know, very authoritative um, power and um, over me and I just, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel valued. And I didn't know at the time (laughs) when I was in it until later after God revealed to me, um, you know, I I was always like, why am I so afraid of men and authoritative figures? And then Mm -hmm. later through the healing process by just opening up my heart to him, um, you know, after I found out you know with my relationship with with him and where i could trust him yeah. um to uh open myself up to him and then he revealed that and he did that deep inner healing and um you know through that pain and suffering um of of my wounds that were um you know buried deep you know he he surfaced them up and and then that's when i realized that it was um abuse and um a r- rape and i always blame myself because later on i did have um times through my foolishness um with with drinking um because i went through a time where um everything was buried up and i didn't know um how else to to cope so i used the the, um drinking alcohol and and stuff which is, which is common you know to uh to try to um cope during that time Absolutely. and i and i found myself in uh foolish situations where um i was with um two men and and then mm-hmm. the two men um i was raped through that and i i blamed myself because i should have known better than to be there
1: it's the voice of shame talking shame tells a lot of us that it's your fault you should have known better if yeah. you would have done something different, worn something different. And we know those are all lies. You know, mm. we put the blame where it belongs on the perpetrator and on the criminal. Dawn, you talked about God and being afraid of men. Did you have an earthly father that you had any relationship with? Did you have a role model of what a man should be like?
0: Yeah, um, I did, uh, you know, have... Um I, and I do have an earthly father and, um, you know, of course, as, as growing up, you know, um, kids and, and teenagers, you know, they have issues, uh, with their parents or their father and, you know, and I, and I did very strict, um, upbringing and, um, you know, they were extremely, uh, young parents. Um, oh. they were only 18 when they got married at that, at that time, uh, in the sixties and, um, you know, so, um, a lot of things are, are different now, you know, I thank God for my parents and, you know, and how they've been there for me in the most difficult times. And, you know, our relationship has been reconciled back. And, um, mm. so I'm so thankful to God, what he has done with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you
1: know, well, praise God for that, because yeah, I, do. I know for me, you know, both and, you know, two things can be true at the same time. And while I felt like I had a, a great dad, a talented dad, I compartmentalized the fact that I also had an abusive father. And as I got older, I had to face that truth and and step out of my fantasy. But um, I'm thankful for you, Dawn, that you had a a good father figure, but strict father that still that can create a lot of fear, fear of authority, fear of getting in trouble, fear of punishment. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right. And <laughs> We've all so
0: that
1: at the same time, <laughs> so yes. so there you are. You're you're experiencing a lot of um, sexual trauma at the mm. hands of men, and then you said you went through a season with some real sexual confusion in, in your identity. Do you want to talk about that at all? I think there's a lot of people today, be, whether because of trauma, because of so many reasons. Um, are caught up in just wondering, you know, what is my identity? Who am I? What, what am I created for? Talk to me about the, the identities issues that you had in that struggle.
0: Wow. That goes, that goes way back, you know, and, <laughs> you know, after Emily, like, you know, so why am I being attractive uh, to, to women at this time? And I, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't, you know, now I do know, but at the time I didn't, and um, I was so fearful, even I, was, I, gosh, I, you know, looking back, I was fearful of everything, I guess, you know, and I was so fearful of that and like wanting to live, um, how I thought that I was born. This is, you know, how God created me. I was born this way, but yet too afraid to come out. So that was another time in my, uh, early twenties, um, where I also tried to commit suicide because I was so afraid of living, not wanting to be with men and afraid to come out. Like, you know, I'm attracted to women Mm. and, um,
1: it's a desperate place, isn't
0: it? It was a very desperate place um, because, you know, I didn't want to be judged. Um, I didn't want to be, you know, and that's what I thought it was. But, you know, it turned around that later on after that, I did uh, meet a woman and, uh, you know, and finally felt safe for the very first time in my life. And, you know, and I felt deeply in love and we were together for, you uh, know 15 years we built um a life together it was a very long time but then it just it crumbled um with the tragedies of life and then after that you know i still we lived like any um i guess what you might want to say is any heterosexual relationship you know you know we did get married and and i was i was broken i was so broken um because you know i put all my eggs in a basket with that one person. And I thought at the time that that was going to be for the rest of my life. But, you know, I, you know, God had another plan and, um,
1: God did.
0: He knew what he was doing. And, um, you know, from the beginning time, um, when I, you know, before I was even born, he he had a plan and a purpose for my life and he knew everything, you know, it was all written and, you know, and I look back and I think as learning through, you know, God's ways and, and his thoughts and, and and many deep studies that I've done um, going deep in his word, you know, because it's, it's it's not about the length, it's about the depth. It's never about the length. It's always about the depth on how deep you go into um, God and how deep you go into his heart and how much he reveals mm-hmm. to you, you know, sit there for years and years and years and, and still be in the same place, That's you know, right even as a Christian, you know, so that's where um that that's another one of those lies, you know, uh which you, you hear different things, mm-hmm. you know. So what has God done? You know, what what are the fruits? Um, where is the healing? How deep has his healing gone? How much has he revealed to you and and all these different things? So as I look like, you know and you need to look in the bible um not just it's the word and not just you know um well the word says this the word says this do you understand what the word means do you understand the whole content of it because god will never contradict his word with another word he always brings another word it's almost like you read the new testament through the lens of the old testament oh, you know sure. bringing that you bringing that together right. Um, cause nothing, cause it, cause it all works together yeah. from the beginning to the end. And so it's like, you read that and first you reflect it upon yourself and then you live that word out and you learn to live in, in deeper obedience, not just walk in the line of obedience, but learning to live in that, um, in a deeper Obedience. Does that make sense?
1: That makes great sense, Dawn. And You're just, you know yeah. what? I'm the pastor, but I think you've gone to preaching. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love I, I, I love the I fire to, that's inside of you. I, I don't
0: mean to preach, and I don't want to preach. I'm just no, no, to, no.
1: It's good. I, it's it's I just I lo- want to I say what
0: the, God has um, amen, me sister. And, you know, and that's because He's told me, you know, tell others what I have taught you, you know, what I've done for you and what I, and how I've saved your soul. But we don't ever want to ever want to forget what it tasted like in the darkness, because it'll make the light that much sweeter.
1: Yes, you know, right. So, um, so Don, you know, after the breakup of the 15 year relationship yes. that you had, and once again, you're in this desperate place, I think the sequences then did the DUI happen after that relationship? Had you turned to alcohol to to soothe that wound and hurt?
0: I did, Don. Um, mm-hmm.
1: so How do you that- get set free from that?
0: At the time during that 15 year relationship, um, I hardly drank at all, you know, it was just, you know, maybe through um, special occasions, you know, champagne here, a glass of wine here, maybe, you know, just very, very, very rare. Before that, you know, um, um, I was, I was drinking heavily, you know, and, and then it's like, okay, now I'm in love. I don't, you know, need to drink. And then when that happened, yes, I started, you uh, once again, drinking very heavily again, I was so alone and so heartbroken. Um, again, is just wanting to be loved and we all just want to be loved. Don't we? Yes. And so I started, um, going out and pursuing the gay community, um, which really I, I didn't before because this, this relationship happened just, and, um, so I started uh drinking heavily more and again with um you know coping and from that buried pain and trauma and um you know looking for all sorts of other things to fill and to satisfy. And so yeah, and and so then I became with um so then I found a strong bond, um, a friendship, and, and it is very strong through that the gay community, and they're all gone now, every single one of them. Um, you know, once when they found out, um. That I no longer identify um, with. That they um, looked upon that as as I'm, you know, judging, and and that's that's not true. You know, I, I love. Mm, yeah, I love all people. And then I was had a few more relationships, and then when I was getting in, it was like you're on that road and that that darkness and that road of destruction. And so the more I was doing that, the more um, trouble. And that's when I had. Uh, the first DUI, and then later came um, the second DUI, and like I said, the second DUI was the encounter when it became real, so then when that person sent to me, um, and I reached out, and this was a a stranger, and I, you know, I couldn't believe how God's love just um, poured into me, and I was crying. I was crying, Dawn. I was so scared, and um, she just poured God's love into me, just prayed for me, and then she told me about Celebrate Recovery, and then um, I immediately uh, seeked one out because I, I didn't know anything about that and which is a, um, you know, Christ centered recovery uh, group um, for those that don't know about celebrate recovery because, again, I didn't know about it at that mm-hmm. time, and you know, and I just um, started pursuing, um, I just started pursuing the Lord, you know, deeper and deeper, you know, with, um, you know, and just hungered and thirst after uh, him and, and so instead. Um, through that recovery process, um, he started filling me up and he started satisfying me with the longings and the desires of my heart. And, and now, um, you know, I belong to him and he is, um, you know, my peace and my salvation and my joy and and my love, you know, the lover of my life. And he is first before anything. and And I thank the Lord for everything that he has done. And, you know, so that just, that's, that's where it all started. And, you know, like I said, I just, I just went so, so deep and I still do to this day, you know, tell us,
1: tell us what you're up to today and how, (laughs) you know, we read in the, in the beginning that you are now leading Celebrate Recovery groups Mm -hmm. and sharing your story. So, Bring us up to speed. We've got a few minutes left. We want to hear how you're doing today, Don.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the victory. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I love to talk <laughs> about the victory of the Lord. Um, so yeah, so I started out there, and even there, I was kind of uh you know fearful going there, and um, I just found that you know, the love of God, and it's such a safe, non-judgmental place, you know, and we can't, we can't heal from anything that um, we don't bring out, you know, um, that is hidden, you know, and so that's um, where healing began, and so I just started um, with the, the group, and then yeah, and now so now I'm I'm sharing my story through many celebrate recoveries, um, you know, uh teaching lessons through there, um, you know, and leading groups, uh, you know, small groups, and um it's it's an honor and a privilege just to, um, sponsor and mentor others as, as, which I still have sponsors and mentors and I'm sponsoring and mentors other, you know, they both go hand in hand, just like, you know, anything else, you know, um, we need to, we need to keep ourselves accountable. Um, so, and then also, you know, living, um, waters was another course that I took, Mm -hmm. um, to go into that deeper healing, um, sexual abuse and, uh, So that was another and the love of God there is just, you know, you you know, when you come to those places where people are so desperate for healing and desperate for God being an atmosphere that um, we're the holy spirit and the love of god like like you've never seen you know he, where it's where it's just real and authentic you know and i just and that that's that's what i that's what i know and 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 believe that where where people are going to find god and know his love and 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 believe him and see where he becomes real and also you know through pr- prison fellowship and that justice um uh, ambassador for them and just um seeking um you know, more restorative justice. And, you know, we work through and have prayer meetings and 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 do a lot of things for um a more justice, um, restorative justice system. So those are um a lot of things, you know, I'm doing and um, you know, and, and writing and sharing my story and and I'm honored, you know, and I'm excited too, um, to uh also be on um, the panel um, with the Arise Esther conference that's um, coming up, uh, you know, and being on that. That's uh, right. You know, February panel. 24,
1: 25, 26, the Arise Esther virtual conference, and people can still register for that. And you're going to be on the panel. You're going to be sharing a little bit about your testimony there mm-hmm. and God's deliverance for you. That's exciting. And um, while you're coming out, you're taking a brave step.
0: Oh, this is, it's all by faith. You know, um, everything that I'm, I'm doing is by faith. And you look at even the, you know, the book of, uh, Hebrews, you know, and, um, everything is by faith, by By faith, faith, by faith, you know, and, and believing in God and, um, you know and 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 trusting in his in his ways and um that he is he is always going to be there and and you know he's our deliverer he's our protector he's our redeemer he's our defender he is our everything you know our rescuer yes. you you name it um he jesus is everything Amen. and
1: well, it's wonderful, Don. I want to thank you so much and I'm so thankful thank to the Lord God who rescued you, delivered you. The deliverance came in your life, you say as you got to know him and were mm. drawn into that intimacy with God, but also it was an immediate thing too, you know, and it, it God just gripped your life and it he changed you. And we're so so thankful. You you have a blog. I do have your social media links. I'm going to put those in the notes for us on our podcast, but tell me quickly as we sign off about your blog, where can they find that?
0: Yeah, just stay at um, dawnlynman.com, D-A-W-N-L-Y-N-N-M-A-N-N.com. Okay. And um, that's where they can find me. And I would love people to, to join and just to have, you know, real conversations, you know, just uh, just real conversations, mm-hmm. you know, because I believe in um, being real mm-hmm. and authentic. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, you've overcome. You've overcome fear. You've overcome abuse and addiction. And as we said before the program that Revelation talks about, they've overcome by the blood of the lamb and the power of their testimony. So thank you for sharing your testimony with us. We appreciate it. We celebrate with you the work of God in your life. And hey, everyone listening and all you modern day Esters, I have a question for you. Is this? your moment to arise. I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you found value, make sure that you visit ariseester.captivate.fm Like us, love us, and review us. And hey, want to join the movement? Visit us on the thearisemovement.com to get connected. And for more information about me, your freedom coach and host, visit freedomgirlsisterhood.com. And while you're there, take the 60-day freedom challenge. You'll be so glad you did. Until we meet again, keep rising. This is your moment.